0: Welcome to LifeBeat. I'm Chris Gast. Today, joining me is Emily Kroll and Anna Visser. Ladies, happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday.
2: The slackers are back in town, so we're doing pretty good. <laughs> we- I would apologize for calling you guys slackers last week, but That's I'm fine. Not I sorry.
1: completely slacked. It's okay.
0: I and was, I had a great time uh, doing uh, it. I was sick, so I was fighting.
2: Your body was slacking on you.
0: Well, I, mom, my body was doing my job. I just, <laughs> uh, you know. Anyway, uh, lots to talk about today. Uh, good news, bad news, and Dis- weird yeah. news, as I understand. So, um, what do we start first with? The bad news or the good news?
2: Let's start with the good news. Well, good news. Come out on a happy note.
0: So, for months now, we we had been talking about the Hyde Amendment, which, of course, prevents federal tax dollars from paying for abortions. Uh, we stopped talking about it a few weeks ago because it came...
1: Longer than a few weeks ago.
0: Well, when you're old, Anna, everything changed. <laughs> it was, like, months, months ago. ago. It became pretty apparent that they were not going to be successful in getting rid of the Hyde Amendment, so the... Uh, The pro-abortion Democrats in Congress really want to get rid of it. They really want your tax dollars going to abortion facilities. Uh, It makes you morally complicit in it. Uh, It boosts the abortion industry, which really doesn't need boosting since they can call up, you know, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett. And, you know, just a billion dollars here and a billion dollars there. So it became apparent that they weren't going to succeed, but we didn't really declare victory because... You know, they, the 2022 budget, they passed a bill extending it, which inc- still included the Hyde Amendment. But it became official that they have voted on the late budget for 2022. It includes the Hyde Amendment. That was the big focus of the abortion industry.
1: And the year. Weldon Amendment.
0: Yep. And, uh, yeah, conscience rights protections. They failed.
1: And we Victory. won. Victory. Victory. We did have a Save-Hide statewide campaign last fall that we never really got to wrap up because they kept passing all these continuing resolutions to keep argumenting about it. Um, so we never got to wrap up our campaign. And I think we all just wanted to say thank you for all the times that you contacted your house and your senator and just all the work that you put into it to ensure that our representatives in Michigan knew that we did not want to pay for abortions through our tax dollars. So thank you for all the time you put into that just to wrap up our campaign that we never wrapped up.
0: And sorry, you had to read the form letters from Senator Stabenow.
2: And, and Senator Peters, I ended up on that email list. Oh, I
0: never did his <laughs> stuff, apparently. You know. I
2: You know, I contacted both senators, and only Senator Peters is the email list I ended up on.
0: I'll say something about Senator Stabenow. She does really good at doing anything possible to protect her phony baloney job. That's true. Which includes, you know, even form letters to responses, as opposed to nothing, from
2: <laughs> She must Gary. not like me. I did meet her once in D.C., Okay. and I maybe she remembers that from 12 years ago, and it's like, that person <laughs> is not on the email list. She, she
1: obviously remembers yeah. it, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I think kind of the turning point where it became really clear that we were going to win was when President Biden signaled that, oh, yeah, I'd sign a bill that has the Hyde Amendment in it. That seemed to be, like, game over for the other side, and... Um, You know, attention just totally shifted to the Dobbs case and possibly overturning Roe versus Wade, which is a huge deal. Um, Anything else we need to cover about it? I mean, we should say that it's not like this is final victory. They're maybe going to try to come at it again next year. Uh, Whatever the Supreme Court does with Roe uh, Roe versus Wade and the Dobbs case, you know, it's going to be interesting. I have no idea what's going to happen in the next month let alone year
2: (laughs) yeah um i would say just with the the direction that politics has taken on the pro-life issue that the hyde amendment is a fight we're going to be having depending on who has the majorities in the house and the senate for a long time to come until we have a human life amendment in the constitution and we don't have to worry about abortion in the united states but until that happens we're probably going to be fighting over not wanting to fund abortions for a long time, at least on the federal level.
0: You saw uh, for so many years politicians kind of hesitant to engage in the abortion if you issue, and I'd say on both sides, you know. Um, so it's like the Hyde Amendment survived forever. That's why it took a long time to get the partial birth abortion ban through, you know. Um, and now you kind of see... I mean, we've always been comfortable making a pro-life case, but now we actually have the legal ability to do that. And the other side is gradually starting to just, you know, forget any pretense of, you know, the whole safe, legal, and rare thing, and they're going for the whole enchilada.
2: And right gonna, up to
0: legalizing, decriminalizing, and fantasizing. Yeah, thanks, Maryland
2: lady. and Colorado. And, and Michigan. And in Michigan, yeah. it's It's really interesting to see how they – they they've abandoned all pretense but they've also abandoned the public on this one because public polling like americans are not with them most americans the majority all of the polls we found majority of americans do not want to fund abortion with their tax dollars the majority of abortion of americans don't want late-term abortion Like these are consistent polling results that we've had over the last have we ever had a poll where there were more Americans in favor of late-term abortions than not?
0: Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, so... You could could word one. I mean, we've had pollsters in Michigan word them in very ridiculous ways to get such a result. But no, no Gallup, no Pew, no national poll that asked a question that's very simple has ever, to my knowledge, garnered that result.
2: Yeah, and so it's ridiculous. And we're talking, it's not a small majority. We're talking consistently right around 70% of Americans are saying we don't want late term abortion and still these politicians who are receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars from in campaign donations from Planned Parenthood and the abortion lobby are saying abortion up to birth infanticide for a little while afterward and hey that's what it's gonna be so it's ridiculous and disturbing
0: So, I I mean, there's our transition into the bad news. You know, why did we, so in Colorado and Maryland, they're considering bills that, if you follow the language, would literally decriminalize infanticide, uh, because that seems to be their focus is, you know, you can't even investigate women for quote-unquote perceived pregnancy outcomes. You know, let's just be clear that We'll say the bad news is uh, the petition drive that we've talked about that kind of has been very ambiguous on Planned Parenthood's part, what's going on. They were radio silent. Uh, You know, we succeeded in delaying them for a month uh, by their petitions not being approved and Emily, I think you're probably right that they had printed out hundreds of thousands of petitions in advance expecting it to be rubber stamped and then oops, we didn't actually technically file a state law and they got thrown out. Well, all that to say, Planned Parenthood announced that as of last Sunday, they began collecting signatures for their unlimited abortion amendment. And just as in Colorado and Maryland, they have, they're they pursuing legislation that would, you know, forbid these investigations of perceived pregnancy outcomes because, you know, the Abortion supporters are really high on this whole idea that pro-lifers are going to go after all these women who have had miscarriages if they ban abortions, which is frankly moronic because it's a, you know, how well, what's the percentage of women who have had a miscarriage?
2: Um, it depends on which study you're looking at, but the average is 15 to 20 percent of all pregnancies right. end in miscarriage in the first 20 or first 12 weeks.
0: Right. So there's been a lot of pro-life millions? women, most... I won't say most pro life women, but many pro life women and men, including myself, like, stop being morons, guys. But um, this moronic point they're trying to legislate. However, that would mean that, you know, a woman, and this happens occasionally, doesn't want a baby, throws the newborn baby in the trash. Now you can't investigate it. Can't even investigate it.
1: That's insane. Their it's language a from Washington, I think it was Washington, was so interesting because it was like part of it said, "If there's no response to the perceived pregnancy outcome," so meaning, does that mean if a pregnant lady's like doing crack and drinking alcohol all throughout her pregnancy, that it's it's fine?
0: That Supreme Court—that's what they—they they seem to not have a response for. Having like,
2: a healthy baby is a perceived or alleged pregnancy outcome, so they're well. It just said like those-
1: if there is a lack of of response to whatever this perceived pregnancy outcome is, they can't get in trouble for anything or right. investigate it. It's right. a
2: free reign to do whatever you want.
1: Right.
0: Decriminalizing infanticide. There it is. And of course, I think as we've mentioned, or maybe we have mentioned before, the, you know, the Michigan their proposal in Michigan to amend the Michigan Constitution uh, redefines, you know, fetal viability from the point where a child can survive outside the womb to the point that the child can survive without, you know, extraordinary medical intervention, which is basically
2: meaningless and vague.
0: Everything other than taking an ibuprofen.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so oxygen, an incubator, Mm -hmm. all of those are considered, it could be considered. Lots
0: of babies, even if you're just a couple weeks, you know, preterm, and it's pretty obvious that you're going to have a good outcome, still need that care, you know. Um,
1: Maybe they're thinking, we'll throw this in here for the majority of parents who would put in that effort, but maybe there's a few who we don't want to force them to put in that effort because it would be life-changing for some people to do that.
2: Or they're evil and want to kill <laughs> okay, babies. Okay, well, that's
1: true. But <laughs> I'm trying to like logically think of why would you put that in there and think people are going to follow you with that point? So I'm trying to think how they're advertising that point to pro-abortion people saying, no, it's fine, it's not all bad, you know?
0: I mean, they, they don't... Obviously, they're be, Well, they're legislating talking points like that's the biggest problem with all of is they're taking a talking point or a hypothetical situation that never really happened and they're making it a law. So in their mind, oh, once we ban abortion, then it's, you know, it's a handmaid's tale and all these women are going to be punished, even though, again, the laws were always punishing the abortionist, whoever was doing the abortion, um And so, you know, we have to make it so we can't even investigate women. And really what they're talking about here is since they want to pass around uh, black market abortion pills, you know, they don't want any circumstance where there could be any, even though, again, the laws would punish the person handing out the black market abortion pills. You know, they want women to be able to have secret abortions, you know, just get a pill and have an abortion, which incidentally, of course, is the current FDA rules, you know. Hey, abortion, silly. Can I have a abortion pill? Sure. We'll send one via UPS at the end.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's it- safe. No, there's no. It safe. should be between the patient and her doctor. There's none of that.
2: It should be between the patient and the internet
1: and the UPS driver and the mailing system and her abortionist,
0: who she meets the second he walks into the abortion, you know, the surgical room, and then never sees again after he walks out. Right, and
2: maybe her abusive boyfriend, who's threatening her and crazy things. I the the extraordinary medical intervention. Could possibly too, because I, when I try to think of their reasoning for doing things, I always try to think of what could be, what, why would they be doing this to kind of cover their own, cover them, their own, their. their There's own something
1: body. underlying. There's there. something
2: going on here. So yes, they're they're doing talking points, but also couldn't that then protect them? So let's say there is a baby that is born alive from a botched abortion. abortion. It happens. It's not a myth. It does happen. So then that would mean, so let's say they have a botched abortion at 28 weeks. Well, then we can just let that baby die because it would require extraordinary medical mm. inf- intervention to save this baby's life.
0: I, I don't but I thought.
1: feel like they didn't need to add that in there because you could already assume that with your pregnancy, perceived pregnancy outcome.
2: Well, you also don't have to put spelling errors in your constitutional amendment either, but they fi- they said that was necessary, apparently. So, Or they just didn't spell check.
0: Now, here's a question. So they... I struggle with this. So they say all these bad things are going to happen. Like the Missouri bill, for example, is a great example. The Missouri... made pro looks like a pro-life legislator there put the mistake of kind of poking, putting a talking point in the bill. It basically says you can't give... Black market abortion pills that are illegal to women experiencing ectopic pregnancies because that's dangerous. Very um, the, dangerous. The media is reporting they don't want you to be able to treat ectopic pregnancies, which is not what the bill says. They,
2: they don't they, use they, abortion pills. Where do they get that from?
1: I,
0: well, it, because <laughs> so they. That's a leap. It's a. You look at a line in a bill, and you, you they don't read the bill. But here, no, here's a here's my question, like. Do they actually believe this like stuff? Like, do they really think? Well, that's we're some what I'm wondering. Of,
1: like, do they actually, or do they,
0: or is it just a ploy?
2: I think it's
1: a. ploy. Do they think
0: we're we are the monsters?
2: I think the people who are making money from selling abortion pills know that th- this is a ploy. But then they've got their pink shirt mafia with their little hats that are just going to believe anything they say yeah. because right. they have demonized the pro-life mu- the pro-life movement. So right. we're the bad guys. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what's so frustrating is you can just have all this evidence, have all these videos on live action, all this proof. They're just going to think it's all made up and not believe a word. You could literally, we do, we shove it in their face and show them you have all these investigation videos, under undercover investigation mm-hmm. videos, no one believed them. I mean, so it's like, what else can you do? There's yeah. not, I don't know.
2: You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. It, Speaking from experience,
0: it, we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna be farm girl, farmer Emily. We're gonna be experiencing a lot of that with this uh, petition drive, and then if they're successful, uh, attempt to pass a constitutional amendment in November, um, because their bill is written so poorly. We're gonna be talking about all of these situations. Uh, all these ridiculous but very real things that could happen with their poor language. We're gonna tell people to read the bill the media is gonna run cover and say that's not good. because let's face it most most people support abortion you know don't want to do things like you know legalize statutory rape or you know legalize infanticide
1: or incest
0: or incest or some of the the very I don't well,
1: know, bad of that one
0: Some of the very apparent problems with the bill. But they're going to be told, no, no, that's just fear-mongering. They're not going to read the constitutional amendment they're working to pass, which is sad. Yeah. But we always read the bill.
2: Every word. And that's how we know they're spe- spelling Except errors. Obamacare.
0: I'm going to be honest. I did not read <laughs> every could, word of Obamacare. Who could have the
2: patience I didn't have time. It. it was massive. I didn't
0: have time. They don't pay me here to sit well, and read for four weeks. Well, I'm sure they four, didn't read it four either four before they
1: voted. So.
0: They, they pay me to read some, but not that much. Yeah. And speaking of not reading things, so moving on to our weird topic of the day, which I was out yesterday. So you have to explain this to Slacker. me like I'm five. Um, so something about uh, used car salesmen and abortion pills. What's that all about?
2: A weird connection, but true. So and this kind of fits in because we were talking about black market abortion pills and people being able to get the abortion pill over the internet. So Um, Lynn Mills, who is a pro-life activist here in the state of Michigan, she's kind of got her hands in a lot of different pies and does a lot of research. Um, She is a good ally of the pro-life movement here. She was digging through tax records um, and found out that there is a pharmacy, so the American Mail Order Pharmacy. Which supplies abortion pills to Planned Parenthood and a ton of different other mm-hmm. organizations, ships abortion pills all over the country. They're based right here in Michigan. Never they're, heard of them. They're on the Planned Parenthood website. Normally, you, you don't most the,
1: the yeah letters. most of the, the facilities use them.
2: Yeah, so they're they're like a major distribution hub mm-hmm. of kay. abortion pills. Um, so they're located in Warren, Michigan, uh. but it's. It's a, it's a used car lot. Um, so <laughs> it is owned and operated by a pharmacist who also owns and operates the Sam's Motor car sales lots. And they operate out of the same building. And if you see a picture, it's kind of sketchy.
1: <laughs> Which, but they don't try to hide that. They have signs for both the pharmacy and the car dealership. That's right where I front.
0: go to get my medicine.
1: And my from cars the,
0: from the, from you know from the people rotating my tires. But it's tires just like
1: this little tiny house. It is a little sketchy looking. It's super sketchy looking. I wouldn't get my nothing from there. In fact, I
2: went to I went to doctors' offices in third world countries that were less sketchy <laughs> than that <laughs> facility, and they had actual doctors and were doing treatments and like minor surgeries in these places. Sure, there's a hole in the roof, but like that, those were less sketchy than this.
1: Well, I think this is interesting cuz then it it kind of opened up to this is pretty common that they would have these two different businesses come together under one roof. And I think it kind of explains in there what mm-hmm. the reasoning is why these com they combine these two things, right?
2: Yeah, a little bit. Um one of the one of the reasons is is one simply because the person who owns both businesses operates them out of the same building, but um it it's interesting it could be tax reasons it could just be someone who's making a whole lot of money um, it's weird uh, the the full article if anyone is interested is on live-action news um, and it goes into a lot of detail talks about the the sales talks about their partnership with Planned Parenthood and um, a lot, a lot of women in Texas have been ordering abortion pills through this company since their heartbeat bill was was enacted,
1: and it. It did just, say it. They service a lot of other different states. Yeah. as well.
0: Okay, so mom pod, you know, drugstores used to used to be a thing. There's still some around. And They were and inspected I some fond, and stuff like that. Fun memory right. of like a mom. This and pa is not inspected store, at all. But mom pod drugstores usually service. The residents of the town that they were in. Let's pop over to the drugstore. And these aren't even surrounding Pharmacy.
1: states either. They're just they usually don't random. service
0: a billion dollar organizations. So, so they are shipping. Okay, so let me get this straight. So you go to Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get the abortion pill. Yep. Planned Parenthood's buying it through AMOP This.
2: Some of them, so in, in different regions, they also buy pills from a dispensary in California as well. But these, so it sounds like specifically the, the AMOP, so what they do, and Planned Parenthood describes it on their website. I believe, let me let me flip through the article. Okay, so this is the d- description from the Planned Parenthood website. Um, and this is the Planned Parenthood of Metropolitan Washington, D.C., Okay. The abortion medications are mailed in a discreet package to your address. The package return address will say the pharmacy name, AMOP, and not Planned Parenthood, or you can choose to pick them up in the health center. So for when they're being sent out in the mail, Planned Parenthood is contracting or something with... This, the American Mail Order Pharmacy, and it's the American Mail Order Pharmacy. Wow, I'm struggling with English. That sends the abortion pill to people. So
1: not Planned Parenthood.
2: No.
0: Okay, so let's think about the logistics real quick. So (laughs) the abortion pill was invented in France by a large pharmaceutical company.
2: That also came from the company that made the Zycon B gas during the Holocaust. Let's just put that in there.
0: Okay. Uh, In America, the Population Council, which is the Rockefeller billionaire, let's control all the population, owns the original uh, rights to distribute it in America. Although there's a generic now, through Danco Laboratories, which has a secret list of owners, which, let's be honest, is probably owned by Planned Parenthood or Planned Parenthood major donors. The Clintons. Maybe the Clintons. We don't know. Uh, the Clintons brought it here. They did. And again, the owners of this company are secret. Um, so theoretically, the abortion industry has complete control over the supply. Yes. And the distribution. I mean, they could use you they know FedEx have or whatever.
2: Complete control over the manufacturing. The which manufacturing are made and in the patent.
0: And now the FDA.
2: And now they would, have to give them cover. Yes.
0: So they have complete control over this process, you know. Mm-hmm. They're the standard oil of this issue. They
2: they have a monopoly, we could they say they do,
0: a Planned Parenthood, much to the consternation of some of the smaller indie abortion facilities. So, knowing all this, why do they have a used car salesman as this weird intermediary between the manufacturing and the distribution? Is it liability?
2: It. Maybe it's a liability thing. Then so they get in trouble, it's, it's not,
0: not Planned Parenthood, to be so it's the in used your car face. salesman.
1: Yeah. It's
2: <laughs> weird. And it would it would we would have to look into like what is the quality of the pills that are coming out of this facility? Only are they only m-
0: contains one percent or less motor oil.
2: Like, <laughs> but but it's suspicious because all right, where is he getting the pills from? are they doing anything with the pills when they arrive at this facility like
1: well I'm curious is there only one location or are they all over the US
2: well the American Mail Order Pharmacy is located in Warren Michigan but there are other distributors
1: but they only have one office
2: it's registered as Warren Michigan cuz that's where their licensing is
0: you know maybe I'm not an expert and you have to have a certain, uh, you know, qualifications to run a pharmacy that maybe they, those are some hoops they don't want to jump through. But they could simply, you know, they could own they could spin it off just like they've spin off this Danko Laboratories to make like.
1: But it's Everything like, about but it's the like they, don't so it's they don't they have to. They're cheap. They don't have to spin it off because it's because people assume they're getting it from a pharmacy. Why try to cover it up with a car dealership?
2: I don't know if they're trying to cover it up with the car dealership. But why,
1: like, a- add is that, there's that in? There's one
0: entrepreneurial used car salesman who...
1: Yeah, y- you sell... Who maybe? has both of them, but also is, like, this little tiny house. Why is he servicing so many, like, so many states... That are million, like millions of people. This one little house. You, you know what really <laughs> creeps me out? Shady
2: people gonna shade.
0: You know what re- really creeps me out, though, is like the pro-life pregnancy centers that have like actual facilities that you can go in where they're clean and you can like get free diapers and like stuff like that. Those, that's the real problem in America, ladies. Mm-hmm. Is we have to stop <laughs> these pro-lifers from helping women. These fake you know, clinics. Uh, if only the pro-lifers would do things like send out medication through a used car dealership. That Only then can we trust well, the, the health and safety of women are This article was, in
1: was the, interesting because it pointed back uh, to... They're going backwards. They're going back to, to... The wild, wild west. Yes. To no regulations, selling out of your car dealership, like not you know nothing medical about it nothing safe and they're like we don't want to go back to back alley abortions well this sounds a lot like it
2: I mean those back alley abortions probably were not taking place at used car dealerships they were taking place at in actual doctors ODGYA yeah analytics.
1: just going through the back door
0: there we go it's,
2: oh. yeah it's, right
0: there on China Road and Warren okay yeah I'm probably driven by that. Place. Probably That's, creeps me out.
2: Now, now we know what Amop for me. Well,
0: thank you for not, that. Was weird,
2: disturbing, mm-hmm. and weird. Yes, check and, those boxes.
0: Okay. <laughs> on that <Concerning>, note, I <laughs> think always on these types of notes. <laughs> That's all the time we have for this edition of Lifebeat. Uh, do we have? Uh, do we have an interview? What's next week on tap? I'm so prepared for this next podcast. Next week
1: is a feature.
0: Oh, a feature.
1: So, we don't know what it's on, on yet. On this used car <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> right. Maybe we'll go investigate it.
0: We'll, do, we'll record it from their yes. parking lot that would be while we're checking out an old Honda Civic to purchase.
2: Did you turn the miles back on the meter?
1: Like-
0: <laughs> All right. All right. But yes, I-
1: It's a feature. We don't know what it's on, but you should listen.
0: All right. We'll be prepared for that. Yep. Listen in. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week.